Hey, Survivor. Welcome to episode 25 of the Vibrant Survivor podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to make your spa time safer after narcissistic abuse. That's why I've put together three things you can do during your next visit. Spa services should be enjoyed, not endured. You're in charge of your session and the service provider is there to do just that, serve. So if you want to sink into your spa time, take a sip of your fruit-infused water and let's begin. Hey, Survivor. Welcome to the Vibrant Survivor podcast. Do you want to disconnect from a narcissistic or toxic situation and heal? Are you Googling how to identify a narcissist, narcissistic abuse, and boundaries? Are you feeling stressed and lonely while trying to avoid being sucked back in and lied to again? Hey, I'm Leslie. As a busy wife and mom, I fell for the lies and manipulations of narcissists. I wasted my time, talents, and money on users who kept moving the goalposts. I wanted real relationships and business opportunities and to enjoy life with my family. Instead, I struggled with anxiety, panic attacks, and insomnia, and I couldn't trust my body or anybody until I took a holistic approach to healing. In this podcast, you'll find tips for healthy living, trauma healing, and boundaries so that you'll have the freedom, confidence, and inner peace to respond, not react, after narcissistic abuse. Take a deep breath in, let it out slowly, and just relax this time's for you. I remember visiting a luxury spa with my bestie for a 90-minute massage about a year after the murders and around the time of the anniversary of my dad's sudden death. I felt super nervous, but I knew I needed it. And she and I both had male therapists, uh-oh, potential trigger, and she's a deep tissue girl. Now, I knew I needed something more soothing than that, and I had to speak up. As a former massage therapist myself and self-proclaimed spa maven, here are three things that helped me to savor my spa time as a survivor. Number one, find a ride. Ask a trusted friend or family member to drive you to and from your appointment. And if you can't find someone to go with you or to take you in that way, maybe call an Uber. Massage and other spa treatments can definitely put you in a deep state of relaxation and help to bring your body back into balance, especially if you've spent a significant amount of time in fight, flight, or freeze mode after narcissistic abuse. And you may be too out of it to drive or maybe after getting so relaxed, the reminder of reality may kick in in terms of what has happened to you soon after and the threat response may follow, which could put you in a dangerous situation if you get behind the wheel of a car. Been there. Number two, talk to your service provider about triggers. Let them know about trauma and possible triggers and responses that could happen during your session. What areas of your body are off limits for them to touch? Where would you like for them to spend more time so that they can better serve you and so that you can feel better? You can do this by filling out the intake form in a very detailed way, or you may talk to your therapist on the way to the treatment room. Or if you're in the room and have the opportunity to share any additional thoughts or any additional concerns or provide them with any additional information, you can do that in the massage room before starting or in the treatment room before starting. 
And if you have to, during the session, you can speak up then. And if the service provider is doing their job correctly, that is serving, then they should be checking in with you periodically without bothering you and disrupting your ability to relax and asking you how the pressure is, if there's anything that you'd like them to do differently or change or adjust during the course of your treatment. Number three, be realistic about booking. The timing of your booking, the type of service that you're booking, your tolerance of pressure, positioning, the place that you're going to, or the people that you'll be around. It could go south. You could undo good work that you've done to heal after narcissistic abuse. So you want to be honest before booking an appointment at all. Usually there's a window where you can cancel, but you don't want to be penalized and you don't want to have to backtrack and even deal with those feelings that may be associated with maybe not being able to follow through on your part or having just the painful memories brought back up and kind of put in your face in that way, even if it's not anything malicious on anyone else's part. Talk to your therapist, talk to your healthcare provider, uh, ask questions about where you're going and what the setup is, read reviews, find out from other people who have been there what their thoughts are, how they experienced the place or the services and the providers. Get a tour in advance. There's nothing wrong with that. You can go take a tour of a spa facility that you're interested in booking services at. You absolutely can, and they should be happy to do so, to show you around where everything is, show you a treatment room that's empty so you can see the type of situation they have set up, the menu of services, letting you know what maybe some of the things that they might recommend. And it's a great chance to meet the staff, see how they are, meet the front desk, know in advance who and what you'll be dealing with. See how that works? Also, you can maybe request a male or female therapist specifically depending on what your needs are, what kind of triggers or issues you may have around uh, your the gender of your service provider. And it's not about being discriminatory. It's about protecting yourself and knowing yourself and knowing where you've come from and how certain situations may affect you based on what has happened to you. And you can also express other needs at that time, at the time of booking or prior to booking, and see if the spa and the staff are equipped to even accommodate those needs. That may help you to make a decision up front so that you don't have to undo everything (laughs) cancel and and go through all of that process. And you may even request to speak to the spa director personally. And if they're not busy dealing with other things in terms of the operations and managing the staff and what have you, they should be happy to do so. That's their space that they are having people come into. And trust me, they want people to have a good experience. That's what it's all about in the spa industry. Let's recap three ways to make your spa time safer after narcissistic abuse. Number one, find a ride. Number two, talk to your service provider about triggers. Number three, be realistic about booking. When you take time to make it a safe time, you get the ah in spa. 
If this podcast has helped you understand who and what you're dealing with, sharpen your discernment, and move forward on your healing journey, share it with another survivor. Help me help others by leaving a review for the show. And let's connect on social. Take a screenshot, share it in your IG stories, find and tag me at The Vibrant Survivor, and I'll share your post too. I look forward to connecting with you on IG and seeing you back here. You're not alone and you're not crazy. Know who you're dealing with, know who you are. Take care and I'll meet you back here next week. Bye-bye.